Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Astros Baseball brought to you by RamShirts.com, the company that brought you Crescity Tees. RamShirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Visit RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Today's guest, live from Chicago, he's on the taxi squad for the Houston Astros, Taylor Jones. All right, guys, welcome back to Astros Baseball. My special guest today is Taylor Jones from the Houston Astros. Taylor, welcome back to the show. I think this is your third time. What's going on, Robert? Thanks for having me again. Uh, Today is a good day. It started, I don't know if you're a big college football guy. Hopefully you may be because there's a question later about that. But I'm a, I'm, I grew up in Oklahoma, so I'm a big OU fan, and the OU-Texas game was just, I mean, I was as low as you could be at the beginning and then as high as you could be at the end. It was what an amazing comeback, <laughs> depending on what side of the, the team you're on. But So you're there in Chicago, so we're talking to you live from Chicago. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing over there with your free time? Uh, well, today we had a little workout earlier this morning. Um, now I'm just kind of hanging out in the uh, hotel room, kind of deciding on uh, what I'm going to go check out. I think there's some sites that I want to go see, go check out, um, maybe grab some dinner along the way. Um, but yeah, it's the first time in Chicago, first time I've ever been here. So I'm excited to kind of check it out. Yeah, I went... I think about eight years ago to Great Lakes, which is pretty close to there. When my son graduated from the Navy or the, I guess the, the boot camp, the Navy boot camp. And we ate pizza there, but we didn't really get to do anything in Chicago. But when we were in the airport, we saw the bean and I was like, I didn't know that was here. Like, that's pretty cool. So I'd like to go back too, because I really didn't get to, enjoy chicago so you need to enjoy your time over there but how did how did you find out you're on the taxi squad and how many guys are on the taxi squad yeah so um just kind of towards the end of the season uh the regular season they kind of just told a handful of guys just to kind of stick around make sure you're not leaving to go home um obviously i was in triple a at the time and uh once they kind of told us that we kind of had an idea that it'd be the group of guys that were going on the taxi squad. And then I think the following day after the uh, regular season was over was when they kind of let us know, uh, I think total there's nine guys uh, on the taxi squad. Um, and yeah, usually we're working out early in the morning um, before the active roster gets on the field. 
Where are y'all at during the games? Are you on the bench or off to the side or where where are y'all guys at? Yeah, last game we spent we were on the bench uh, watching the game with the team. Oh, uh, cool. Originally, they had it where they wanted us just to kind of uh, stay in the clubhouse or stay um, just around the facility and not in the dugout, just to have too many too many players in the dugout at one time. But they went ahead and gave us the okay to do it last game, so we were in the dugout last game. That's cool. So let's go back to your season. You, I mean, let's start at the beginning. I, I don't think. I mean, you did very well. I mean, you did better than I could ever do, but you kind of struggled at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And here's my stats. April through July, you went 10 for 57, a 182 batting average, no home runs, four RBIs. You were up and down, you know, getting called up and sent back. I think it was based on Jordan, right? If he got hurt or something, you know, it's kind of you're kind of a replacement for him is what I remember. But you get your second chance, and you come up in August, and you kill it. You hit. You had a three thirty three average, you had a couple home runs, and 11 RBIs. I think I counted that you played in maybe 14 or 15 games, but you didn't start all of those. So you did very well. What, what was the difference in the beginning and in August? How did you turn things around? Uh, it was a combination of a few things. Um, one was kind of getting into a rhythm. At the beginning of the year, uh, wasn't playing very frequently. It's kind of in and out, up and down. Um, and it's kind of hard for me to get into a little bit of rhythm. Had to change some things with my swing as well. And that was one of the big reasons I started finding a little bit of success. And um, when I changed some of the things up with my stance, and uh, I was in AAA when I kind of got to work on those things, um, started finding some success, kind of gave me some confidence. And so that next time getting back up um, could kind of hit the ground running a little bit better. And then I, I found myself uh, with a stretch of uh, kind of back-to-back playing time and it kind of allowed me to get into a rhythm a little bit. Um, and then it ended up turning to be a pretty, pretty solid month or so for me afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw you staying on the team. You're doing very well. And because you came on the podcast, you're definitely one of my favorite players. And then, <laughs> and then you have the COVID protocol. You go on the injured list, and then you're you're in Sugarland, and that's where you stay. You know, somehow the way the roster was built, and you never got a chance to come back. How did you feel about not having a chance to come back? And I mean, what do you think would be different if you never would have went on the COVID protocol? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a, a little bit of a bummer. Um, some guys were getting healthy at the time, so I don't know necessarily if it was um, for sure the thing that kept me out or not. I know we had a, a couple guys get back um, healthy, and usually when guys are out is when I'm up. Um, so that's usually the nature of the deal. But um, it kind of was a little bit of a bummer uh, just because I felt like I was starting to kind of get into a groove and starting to play some good baseball. So I don't know how much actual time you spent with Sugarland because you spent a lot of time uh, with the Astros. But Sugarland, you had a 331 average. You had 10 homers and 44 RBIs, a 425 on base percentage. Did you realize it was that high? You're almost on base every every other time you get on base, and you had an OPS of over a thousand. And like I said earlier, before we started recording. You're too good for AAA, buddy. 
you're you're in a purgatory, right? That's how we said it. Purgatory between Major League Baseball and AAA. Yeah. Yeah, I knew I was kind of going well down there. Um, it's just tough in this organization. We have, you know, the best team in baseball in the major league level, and we got a lot of really good, talented guys in AAA and, and the rest of the minor league system. And sometimes it just kind of happens to guys. Um, obviously, we have superstars that are in our everyday lineup playing really well. Um, and so guys like me have to know the role. And even though, you know, we're playing well at, triple a level doesn't always necessarily mean we're going to get the opportunity um to to stay in the big leagues for a long time just because like i said we got really good players up there um so i'm just you know i'm happy that i was able to when i got option down to triple a play um in a handful of games and play play you know every day down there get into a little bit of rhythm and play some good baseball um, and then, you know, the, always the thing is just be ready for whenever the team, whenever the Astros uh, need me back up there. Yeah, so you look at the Astros lineup. You have Yuli Gurriel playing first. That's one of your positions, and he just won the batting title. You have Michael Brantley and Kyle Tucker in the outfield. You know, they're not going anywhere. I mean, not this season, but – and then the center fielder, you have those two young kids, Mayers or Myers, I always say that wrong, Myers and Chaz, they're both doing very well. So mm-hmm. it, it, you're kind of blocked by those guys in a way. So hope, hopefully the Astros will be able to find room for you in 2022. Yeah, I would just, you know, accept the role that I'm given, um, try to do what I can to help the team out. Like I said, a lot of good talent, a lot of good players on this team. Um, so it's it's been pretty cool to be a part of it. Um, I just got to make sure that I'm staying on top of my stuff and and doing the jobs that I need to be doing. Yeah, the thing to be now could possibly be if you're the best shortstop in AAA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, may may not be no Carlos next year. I don't even know if Bregman still has the skills to play shortstop because he's played third base so long. I have no idea. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see what happens. Obviously, the Astros in Houston, you know, want Correa to stay. And um, that's obviously been a big topic lately. And he's playing really good baseball this year. And Oh, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens down the road. All right, buddy, let's go to fair or foul. You ready to do that? Let's do it. All right, so my first question is probably not good because you said this is your first time in Chicago. But you maybe have to find out later tonight but chicago has the best pizza you know you yep. have new york pizza and all this but chicago has the best pizza fair foul uh like you said i'm gonna actually find out tonight that was the plan for dinner so right now i'm um, just based off what i've been told i might have to say fair but uh mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, i might I might have to get back on the show and, and let you know next time <laughs> all right so when when i went i just googled the best places to eat pizza and there was a place pretty close to the hotel where we were at. But we were in Great Lakes, and it was called Giordano's. Mm. And it, it was, I mean, you ever eat something, and you're like, this is so good. Like, you just can't believe how good something is. But, yeah, hope, yeah, go have some pizza tonight. I'd love to, love to hear what you say about that. So I say fair, and you say potentially fair. Potentially fair. We're going to find out tonight. All right, here we go. Number two, fair or foul, the Astros will end the series in Chicago. You guys won't play another game against Chicago and Houston. Fair or foul? 
I say fair. The way we're rolling right now, we're playing really good baseball. Um, the team's jazzed right now, playing playing well, and and seem like they're locked in and focused. And uh, yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna finish it out right here. I don't, I don't think we're gonna waste any time. I say fair too. I mean, they're rolling. If I don't know if you saw that, but uh, what Tim Anderson was jawing at Stanek, you know, for not pitching yeah. him down the middle, like that's nuts. But I think the Astros are in their heads, and I, I think they got it. I, I mean, if there's a slim chance they win tonight, I don't know. I mean, Chicago, maybe they win one, but I, I don't see it. I, I think the Astros are going to take it tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think so, too. All right, number three, Just I talked about the OU-Texas game today. I'm not sure how big of a football fan you are, but college football is better than NFL. Oh, that's a tough one for me. So I went to Gonzaga. We didn't have a football team. It was all about college basketball. <laughs> so I'm going to have to say foul. I'm an I'm a NFL uh, supporter. Love watching the NFL. Um, I do like me some college football every now, and, every now and then. It's a good Saturday morning start. But I'm going to say foul. I like the NFL. Who's your team in the NFL? I'm a Seahawks fan, so it's kind of been a tough year to start oh, for us. Okay. But um, I live in Vegas now, and I might have to jump on the bandwagon because the Raiders are starting to look pretty good. <laughs> so me, I grew up in Oklahoma. We didn't have an NFL team, so I'm a college guy. I love college football, so I say Absolutely. fair. There you go. All right, number four. This is a fashion question. Hopefully I can explain this that you'll know what I'm talking about. But the new trend for men's shorts getting shorter like mm -hmm. short shorts for men yeah fair foul you like those short shorts hey if guys got the legs to rock them go ahead i say i say fair i'm all about it <laughs> I, I i say fair too but not my for wife me. Uh, my wife tells me she loves she, i got beyonce legs i got big old thighs so uh she likes she likes me in the short shorts so i'm gonna go ahead and say yes for her sake there you go <laughs> I mean, if you have some big old uh, thigh muscles, why not, right? But show them I think, off. I think the level of shorts that I'm at, I'm staying there. I'm yeah. I'm, pa I'm past changing my style. I'm 50 years old. I, I can't yeah. rock the little shorts. Definitely not for everybody. <laughs> All right, number five. We in in past episodes, I've always brought up one of the rules changes you know if they if they like the rules changes that they made but let me ask you about this i don't know how much they do this when you're up to bat but what would you fair or foul banning the shift do you think um, major league baseball should ban the shift banning the shift i say foul because that's just part of the game now um i know they want to kind of keep the offensive going the offensive side of baseball going but I think that's just at the end of the day, it's strategy. And if you start pigeonholing teams on how they make strategic moves, I think you kind of lose a little bit of the gamesmanship of, of the sport. So I say foul. I like the shift. I say foul too. I think it's a strategy. If somebody developed a strategy to stop a certain player from getting hits, then why can't they do it? Absolutely. There's so much strategy involved in this game. It's a mind game. I mean, if you can come up with anything to win, besides cheating, you should be able to do that. Yeah, I think you're right on it. It's, um, like you said, it's part of the game plans, part of the strategy. And 
if you start doing, you know, it's a slippery, slippery slope. If you start banning certain st- strategic moves and, and what have you with defense, then where, where's it going to go to next? You know, and that's, that's part of the game. It's part of gamesmanship. So the other ones I had asked people was about the pitch clock. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't actually mind that. Um, just the pace of the game, I think it will help. I don't think it will be that much of a factor that it will uh, change how guys necessarily perform or anything like that. Um, but it will eliminate, you know, possibly just guys sitting up there taking up too much time and um, not getting the game going. How about the ghost runner? Ah, uh, the ghost runner is a tough one. Uh, you're talking <laughs> about the extra, the extra yeah. inning. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, See, I like it because it's instant action, and in extra innings, I think it makes it a little bit more exciting. It's almost like like penalty kicks for soccer or something, but um, I know it's tough on relievers, and, mm-hmm. uh, and it, you know, it, it kind of changes the essence of the history of baseball a little bit, so I could see why um, people aren't for it, but I like it just because it's, it's immediate action. Um, it's exciting right away. It's intense right away. You got to stay focused right away. Um, so I'm for it. All right. And lastly, seven inning double headers. Seven inning double headers. Um, I'm for it. I like it. I mean, if we're so concerned with, uh, you know, time clocks and speeding up the game, mm-hmm. why don't you just make, you know, double headers seven innings? It makes it a little bit more intense. Like I said, like you got to, Focus right off the bat. You're eliminating two innings every game, and um, I'm all for it. I think it just kind of drives up intensity a little bit. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, I was I was watching a game, and it was in the fifth inning, and I was like, whoa, this game's almost over. Like, it's a completely yeah. different feel. And if you got a good pitcher that can easily go seven innings, I mean, it's you can, you know, take some pressure off your bullpen, let them get rest. Some people don't like it. I mean – you like everything we said, and there, you know, I could have another player on, and he could say he hates everything. It's just Absolutely. different opinions. Maybe, maybe if you're a pitcher, you might hate it. Yeah, I can see how. Uh, maybe, see, I don't know. I, I see, I can see pitchers liking it too, though. Like you said, if you're a starter, you you throw well, you get that whole game to yourself. And if you're a bullpen guy, you know, you know, you're not crushing the bullpen so much. You're not wearing out those guys' arms so much. I don't know. It could really yeah. go either. way. I think the pitchers were like the seven inning, but not the ghost runner. They don't, they don't yeah. like, I, I, no had Kent, I had Kent Emanuel on. That's who said it. He goes, no, I don't like somebody being able to win the game without getting a hit. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah. Not say so I can understand that from the pitching perspective. Yeah. All right, buddy. That's all I have. I'll let you go. So you can go enjoy your day there in Chicago, get some deep dish pizza. I guess that's what they call it. I don't even, they call them pies. I think, I don't know. Yes, sir. I'm excited for it. Thank you for having me again. (laughs) All right, buddy. We'll see you later. Enjoy the pizza. And thanks to everybody for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.